podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. And this, this is One Kiss Means Forever. Uh, this is the podcast that ping-pongs back between everything that is wonderful and everything that is totally terrible about your favorite made-for-TV romances. And again, today we have for you a Hallmark <laughs> masterpiece. Uh, well, I guess I suppose we should use the word masterpiece because we are talking about a movie about art. Art. Fine art. Visual art. Visual art. Ooh, we, I have thoughts on that. <laughs> Don't I ever, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, so today's film we have for you is called Brush, A Brush with Love. Yes. Brush with Love, which sounds like a uh, James Bond film that really should yeah, not have been made. <laughs> or something that Ariel finds when she's a human. Oops. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when we record at my house instead of Katie's. I <laughs> drop shit. So and, Hannah, tell us about this one. Alright, so as always, we'll start with what the Hallmark website says. As she considers giving up on her artistic dreams... Jamie paints a vision board that brings her success and love, only to discover that the mystery man in her painting isn't who she thinks. It stars Ariel Kebel. Do we think that's how we say it? Yeah. It's sure. K-E-B-B-E-L. Cabell. Cabell. I have no idea. Ariel Cabell. I like Cabell. That actually sounds better. So she's going to be Cabell. Ariel Cabell. Ariel Cabell and Nick Bateman. Who else? Bateman. <laughs> We think he's related to Jason. He would be Jason Bateman's really attractive nephew. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe? I didn't, I don't know. We should Google that. Probably not. But we can Google it if we want to. So, (laughs) Ariel Cabell plays Jamie, an aspiring artist who, after what is implied to be a bad breakup, she stops painting for a year. Uh, Painting is what she does. Uh, During that year, she opens an art school that she calls Creative Creations. Try saying that ten times. fast. creations and is doing um she's doing well enough to think that she wants to expand so the film opens up of with her looking at a second possible location with her father um but while everyone around her seems concerned that she isn't painting they are very supportive of her teaching okay so jamie's best friend since childhood whose name is ava is moving out of her apartment which is directly below jamie's um She's going to move in with her significant other, who we are not told they are married, um, but she is definitely wearing a ring. Mm -hmm. She's definitely moving in with him. And as we haven't seen cohabitation prior to marriage ever in a Hallmark movie, I'm just guessing that they don't, they're not like just engaged, but we don't know that for sure. It's a good guess. I, I feel I feel pretty solid in that guess. Um, but the, so Ava and Jamie have these like one on top of the other apartments. Ava needs to sublet hers. They're the only two people in the building. And she finally finds a subletter for this apartment. Such a beautiful apartment. I know. Um, and of course, it is her brother. Possibly older, possibly younger, possibly twin. We are I think not he's older. <laughs> I think he's I, older. It, it would it would track for him to be older just yeah. because they always make them older. Have you ever 
like a Hallmark movie with a younger guy, it's not gonna happen. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so her her brother Max is gonna take over the lease for at the very least a short period of time. Yes, uh, played by not Jason Bateman. But Nick Bateman. Nick Bateman. Nick, 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 wait, what did you say? Bateman. Bateman. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look like a Nick, does he? Like, in real life. He doesn't strike me as a Nick. He doesn't strike me as a Max either. I'm trying to think of Oh, yeah, his name is Max. Did I say his name was Max? Yeah, no, you did. I did? Okay. (laughs) Let's go back and listen. Um, (laughs) No, but he he looks like he would be like a Jason. Yeah, he does look he like should, he should be Jason Bateman. He should be Jason Bateman. And he said that without even thinking about it. But he looks like a Jason. Or like one of those like strong, like young, masculine yeah. dudes. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> well, I, I, I was going to talk about this later, but in another movie he plays an Ian. Oh, I see that too. And like it really fits him better. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. We'll get to that. So, uh, Jamie and Max have always had a contentious relationship. Remember that Ava was her childhood friend, so she's known Max her whole life. Um, and uh, Max has the ability just to push all of Jamie's buttons. Um, and he knows how to embarrass her, hurt her feelings. She even says, every time I'm around you, I either get hurt or humiliated. So, um, that's their sort of... Uh, thing with each other so max is a bit of a drifter he moves from place to place job to job and he's moved back in town to work at the botanical gardens or the botanical gardens as everyone in this movie kept saying <laughs> the botanical gardens Bo. he um he has a job as the groundskeeper even though he went to school for landscape architecture um and but he he wants to be a groundskeeper because there's not as much responsibility and you know it's fun um jamie is not thrilled to have him as her new neighbor um, she is still hurt by some of his childhood antics. Um, and one of those times was the time that he pretended to be a secret admirer and she fell for it. So there's that. So every year, uh, their town, which I think we decided was in or near Seattle, which I realize you can't have a town in Seattle, but <laughs> I think it it's Seattle. It felt small towny. So yeah, maybe but, like Seattle adjacent, Seattle suburbia. Yeah, there's um, space needle somewhere in there. So <laughs> in like one of the shots. So they they host an arts festival that includes this like emerging artist showcase competition thing, um, and the winner gets a solo art show in Paris. We'll talk about that too. Um, so Jamie has attempted to enter every year. Uh, but has always been rejected. She's she hasn't gone in. And this year, the venue has been moved and is now going to be at the Botanical Gardens. Botanical Gardens. <laughs> um, and Ava is directly involved in running it this year because she she works at the Botanical Gardens as well. So she talks Jamie up to get her a spot in this competition. Jamie hasn't painted in a year though, so she's a little wary about actually entering because she doesn't have anything. Right. Right. She has a bunch of landscapes that she's done before, but 
Um, but she's she's really nervous about presenting something to the person who decides who gets these spots. So yeah. Ava is strongly believes in creating a vision board. Uh, she is all about it. It's how she found her pos- significant other husband person <laughs> who's only in the movie for two seconds. Um, I think his name is Tom. I don't know. He's awkward. <laughs> he's very awkward. Like, <laughs> it, they're they're like a little too lovey dovey for yeah. me. Like a, like okay people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so she, she essentially forces Jamie to make a vision board. They go to the art store and she's like, here's all your collage stuff. And Jamie's like, uh, no. Um, but so Jamie decides to make her vision board in the form of the art form she knows best, which is painting. And the painting that she, that comes out of her shows her having her own art show on this colonnade with all these flowers. And there is a big rose in the middle that she's being presented by some shadowy man that is her lover. Um, it's a very dark, faceless silhouette at the moment. Um, yes. So that's the beginning of it. Yeah. So Jamie runs into this guy named Michael. Not Michael Sheen. No, but he might as well be. He looks like Michael Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also British. Yes. Um, and, and by runs into, I really actually mean like physically. <laughs> they They, they... Um, so he's this British guy that Jamie decides might be the shadowy guy in her painting. Like, pretty, like, immediately. Um, he decides to take her art class, which is for children, but he takes it anyway. She sort of bullies him into continuing to stay. Mm -hmm. Um, he likes her art. He's bringing, he brings her a rose. He hasn't seen this painting yet. Um, he takes her on fancy dates where they go to a place that looks a lot like what she's painted um and he is the head of the foundation that's like running the arts festival which she like is a little bit worried about being a conflict of interest but he's like no I don't judge it's fine um so he's doing he's basically doing all the right things right and she tries really hard to like really want to be with him but he keeps saying things like oh you should stick with the art school because it's like a safe bet Mm -hmm. and like being an artist is a little risky and like maybe just do that on the side and she's not sure why that's problematic because that's sort of what she's thinking too but like she's hesitant with him yeah yeah like should be we the way jamie begins the movie is she's getting her second location everything is you know very business oriented but um during her time with michael she's also kind of spending a lot of time with max and it's apparent that he brings out kind of like her more artistic side who like the person she connects to as a kid like he makes matt and max is all about Jamie like he really <laughs> is it's like from the beginning he's like how are you who are you uh, uh, how's your art remember that time in, in school that you did this how's everything going uh, do you do you still like pink I don't know <laughs> like, he brings her cookies they go on bike rides he's very supportive of her painting and um and he thinks she's spending too much time trying to expand the art school and she, she's really having a great time painting these vision boards so it's really awakening her um her love of painting again. So that's sort of why Michael is not hitting those buttons for her anymore. Yes. So Jamie is mostly finished with her 
vision board painting that has been accepted to be shown at this festival. Mm -hmm. But she realized that Michael really isn't doing it for her. So she, like, very kindly is like, actually, no. Yeah. Um, so at her school's student art show that, of course, Ava is coming to and Max is coming to, um, Max learns about Michael from Ava, who has not heard that they've broken up yet. We haven't got, <laughs> like, too many people haven't talked to each other about too many things at this point. And so Max is really distressed as he's obviously been in love with Jamie for years because all of his antics are classic, like, little boy likes little girl, pull the pigtails. Absolutely. Everything about it is, like... garden mentality. Yeah, for sure. So, um, that night he invites Jamie for dinner, which is, like, so big of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he actually talks to her and tells her how he feels and that he um he's like really into her and and wants to be with her and she she basically says like can I think about it but it's sort of obvious that she's like can I think about it so I am not like rushing into this but the answer is obviously yes yeah um so she spends the whole night awake this this girl paints like she doesn't all, sleep. She doesn't sleep. She sleep. She paints all night, multiple times in this movie. <laughs> um, and she she paints this entirely new painting, and it's of Max giving her a cherry blossom. Yeah, there was kind of a big thing in the in the story because Max works at the botanical gardens, of course, and there are these cherry blossoms, and so she basically changes changes out the rose that Mac, Michael gave her for Max's cherry blossom. Yes, and it was really funny. During that dinner scene, because he's like, I was your secret admirer, and I meant it, (laughs) and I didn't know how to tell you that I meant it, and I like you, and I think we should be together, and she's like, I'll think about it, but I haven't eaten yet, so I'm going to eat this now, cool? Right, and there was a little bit of like, if you have something serious to tell somebody, wait until the dinner is over. (laughs) So Let everybody eat before it potentially gets awkward. Also, the other thing is, if you're going to express your, like, profess your love to somebody, in theory, it's going to go well, and maybe you don't eat immediately. So just, like, eat first. Always eat first. I can't tell you how many times. (laughs) I'm like, no, babe, I'm hungry. Not yet. (sighs) (laughs) Food. Food is the most important thing in my life. What are you doing? So Ava is concerned that Max is going to break Jamie's heart. Um, You know, big brother breaking best friend's heart. And so she tells him that she thinks Michael Sheen is better for Jamie. Um, Jamie wants to show Max her painting. Um, So after this news, Max is like, I don't know what to do. And Jamie really wants to show Max the painting that she did of him and the the cherry blossom. But um, instead, he tells her that he doesn't think that they should be together, that Michael might be the better choice. And Jamie is like, um, you came on to me. You're the one that told me you wanted to be with me. And again, I am hurt and humiliated. Uh, so she goes upstairs and wipes him out of the painting. She just destroys her painting. So she loses her spot at the art festival because now she has nothing to show. Yes. 
Um, so right after, even though she loses a spot in the festival, she decides to tell her parents that, um, who are helping her with this expansion of this second art store for the entire film, um, <laughs> she's done nothing <laughs> for this business. She goes, you know what? I don't really want to be a business owner. I, do you want it? And the parents are like, yeah, we'll take it. And also be a painter. We knew this is what you wanted to do. So. She goes home and she creates a third painting quickly um, and she loves it so much. It's really, really good. Um, she brings it to the art show even though she doesn't officially have a spot. Yes. And this painting is apparently so good. And also, as audience members, we have not seen it yet. That while she, I believe fairly, is not allowed to join the competition mm-hmm. still, she is allowed to display it and show it. Um. So she does. And at the show, Ava confesses that she's kind of the reason that Max left and and was like, actually, we shouldn't be together. So Jamie runs off to try to find Max. So, which she does, of course, Mm -hmm. because you're going to run to somebody who you have decided you love. You're going to find them very quickly. (laughs) I, I know this. Hallmark has taught me this. Movies have taught you this. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally taught us this. <laughs> yeah, but at least he had to go far for that. That's true. As opposed to, like, around the corner. <laughs> um, so uh, she's going to go convince him that, actually, we should be together, and Ava was wrong. Um, and she finds him interviewing uh, for a landscape architecture position at the Botanical Gardens, Meaning that he is going to stay, and he's going to stop being a drifter, and he's he's putting down roots. <laughs> <laughs> so Max and Jamie realize, of course, they are meant to be, and they are about to kiss, but then Jamie stops, and she's like, wait, I got to show you my painting. So they run <laughs> around the corner, and this time you see that the painting is of her, and it is really, really detailed, almost as if it could be a photograph Hmm. <laughs> um, but it is so good that the curator of the festival um, wants to talk about a group show um, about a show for her and she's really excited and then Jamie and Max kiss finally sealing their relationship forever because one kiss means forever <laughs> that is a brush with love yes let's go through our segments yeah. shall we and just like all the things all that the we things. have to talk. So, go, so here's my thing. Okay. I just need, this is, doesn't really fit into either of our, or any of our segments, but I need to bring it up. Mostly because as a child, I took art classes mm-hmm. with an artist who, like, not a famous artist or anything, but like, I feel like I, she, <coughs> she was very good at being a kid's art teacher. And, I learned a lot from her, and I learned a lot of painting things, Mm -hmm. and what we see in this movie are three things that really bother me. Tell us. One is just the painting that they're doing is, like, what you kind of think maybe somebody who doesn't know anything about art would think that artists would be making if they were really into impressionists but like now Mm. so it's like it's it's like sort of realistic but sort of also like got an impressionist style 
but is also basically a photograph and is got too much and is not it like it wasn't interesting right at all so that's one when we actually see her physically painting the amount of paint on her brush oh my is god obscene it's like putting van gogh to shame with like how much like <laughs> right and like like that's not what van gogh was doing like also like Artists like that, yes, they did have a lot of paint, but there was also, like, they would scrape it off, they would put mm. it back, they would layer, and, you know, like, and that's, it's like, it's it looks like she's doing it, like, one go. Yeah. Um, also, my art teacher always said, like, I don't want to see any, like, canvas, so you get something on the page, like, on the entire canvas first. She's, like, doing detail work and then taking, like, a big brush to do, like, a bold strokes on the sides, which didn't really track to me as, like, a way to paint. And third was these photography-esque painting things. Like, they dry too fast. She's up too much. Mm-hmm. Just nothing about it felt right. No. So. Like, she's doing these paintings... And, like, she, she paints that one, the last one, and then brings it to the art show, while hypothetically and realistically, that paint would still be very wet. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and she's, like, hugging it to her. I don't know. Like, I just, it's, like, also, the last painting, like, it, there's no, there's definitely no globs of paint on it, because it's a photograph. It's like a quick dry shellac finish that we, we know not of because I don't know. It's it just not like, my heart like it didn't strike me as like something. It didn't look like art that mm-hmm. would st- invoke the emotion that seemed to be evoked <laughs> from I all agree. the other people. I agree. So anyway, I wouldn't spend my Monet on it now. All right, so, Katie, do you have any Hallmark Hallmarks? I have a few. Uh-huh. Um, well, first of all, we've got a festival. Yes, we do. <laughs> we love a good festival, so tick that in your box. Um, another thing that I want to, that's kind of a new and noteworthy slash Hallmark that I've we've been seeing a lot lately, and I only realize this is a trope because every time we see a man cook, I've been doing that, he can cook too, man. <laughs> And I realize that I've been singing it a lot. <laughs> so I think men who cook and the fact that it's surprising is a new trope mm. that I want to add. Yeah. Um, and I have more, but I want you to. Okay. Mention. So I think my biggest one for me was the friend that is too pushy. Yes. This, she is so pushy. Ava, just like with her, like, you must vision boardness, was like. She was the kind of friend that I thought to myself, I don't know if I would call her. (laughs) Like, like, oh my God, stop. I know. (laughs) She said she didn't want to. Let it go. I've had those friends. (laughs) Like, oh man. For sure. Um, There are the the little ones, like they go and they have ice cream, which is like a spring coffee date. Yeah, that's, that's the spring hot chocolate, I think, yeah. is ice um, cream. The other, another one that I put in, while Michael is not really, like, an ex, because he they meet in this movie, too, when he shows up sort of after they've broken up, it's sort of like that 
it throws that same wrench of like the arrival of the ex yeah. into the relationship plotline. Yeah, I, I, the, the other, the appearance of the other. Yes, something. yes, yes. And um, my favorite, of course, is always deception. deception. There was deception. Um, <laughs> uh, when you know, because obviously Max liked her since probably since he was like seven. <laughs> And he, yeah, he lies about the fact that he was her secret admirer yeah. and the chicken's out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Deception. Um, the last kind of thing that I want to talk about that we we have mentioned before is, um, so we have empty to-go cups in this, but the new thing for summer drinks is because, like, to-go cups are clear for cold liquids, you can see what's in them. However, they haven't figured out the ice situation still. So we have iced drinks that have very little ice because <laughs> they have melted during filming. Um, however, we had an empty cup at one point that was steaming. <laughs> it was so weird. It was bizarre because you can obviously see there's nothing in it because you can see that far into the cup that it would be very little coffee if there was coffee at all. And yet, steam. <laughs> It's like, let's put paper in the microwave and see what happens. <laughs> or dry ice. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, the, did you have any pretty parade, like, clothing I, things or anything like that that you wanted no, to talk about? I sure didn't. I, the only, like, I, I guess we have an anti-pretty parade in that her shoes were never sensible. No, I, I actually liked some of her shoes, but, like, I mean, just the idea of painting in those heels all night long is, like, just sitting on the couch. I was like, ow, ow, ow. Seriously. <laughs> not cool. I did want to call out a few things, though, that are not clothing related, but they were pretty. They she In the botanical gardens, there was this really pretty water feature mm. um, that was like a wood stump that was, like, made into, like, a little fountain. Oh. And it was really pretty, and yeah. I liked it a lot. Also, they had a lot of twinkle lights in this movie, and I am always a fan of twinkle lights. They also had a lot of flowers. I was not a fan of the number of flowers because it was creepy. There were too many flowers, <laughs> and most of them were obviously silk. Like, yeah. that was my problem, too. It was almost like they just dressed each set with all of the flowers that they had from the previous set dressings. <laughs> I was just like, okay, strike the flowers, put them in the next location. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I, I agree with you there. Yeah. Um. So I did have a new and noteworthy if yeah. you want to. So my new and noteworthy is that this movie bucked the Hallmark Hallmark where he actually asked her what was going on instead of assuming the incorrect information. Yes. <laughs> he heard about this other guy and was butthurt about it and instead of like – Acting different. Do, or... Doing something stupid. He was like, what's going on there? And she was like, oh, yeah, we did go out and I dumped him. And he was like, oh, okay, I don't need to be butthurt about this. Communication. <laughs> it's nice to know that Hallmark movies are evolving as we do. Yes. <laughs> In some Guess ways. Guess what? People can talk to each other. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Can't surprise. We are far, far away from having interracial couples and homosexual couples, but we have communication. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Steps. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm going to wait 
for a minute for Across the Universe because I went deep. Oh, God. I did. So we um, didn't. I don't even know about this. I I know. I this is a surprise for Katie. <laughs> um, so I think we should go straight to Kiss Meter. What okay. did you think? Okay. Because I want I I know what you thought, and I want you to tell all of our lovely listeners about what you thought about this. Kiss. <laughs> okay. So this. So we we only get one kiss. Like we we've had a lot of multiple kisses in in recent films, but we have one kiss truly that means forever, and so. There's a moment where, well, they have small little kisses, but anyway, there's a moment where they're about to kiss and they're looking at each other's eyes and Max does this like little like dippy dance. Like, you know, I I told Hannah that I equate it to like when your high school boyfriend thinks that he's being sexy as he like sidles up to you for a kiss and he like does this little like shoulder move to get all snuggly up in there. Like that is what Max does with his like little like smirk on his face. And like a hey there lady kind of thing. But and so I was like, what the fuck? But their kiss is pretty good. So I give it a nine. On- I, I also gave it a nine. <laughs> um so yes. Alright, so let me tell you all about Across the Universe. Oh my gosh. Um so in terms of actual people in this universe in, in the Hallmark universe. Renee is the care is the person who like judges the art. Yes. The woman who plays Renee. I've seen her before. Yes, you have. In fact, you've seen her in another Hallmark art movie called The Art of Us. She was With Taylor Taylor Cole. Yeah, she is the work friend who is also judging <laughs> art. <laughs> you know, I'm not even sure if I've ever finished that way <laughs> because I just got bored. <laughs> but I know, oh my god, that's so, so fun. Okay. So there is that. And she is the judge judging Lacey Chabert's gingerbread sculpture. Thing That's in what it sweetest is. Sweetest Christmas. That's what it is. So this woman who actually, like, if you go on her IMDb, is like in all the Hallmark movies and everything, but she's been a judge in Hallmark movies like a lot. And I was like, there's a reason I feel that you are a little like supportively judgy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh my god, that's so funny. I had meant to look her up because I'm like, I've seen you in so many things, but I don't know what they are. Yes. So that that was that's my first across the universe first yes all right so the the second are not really uh, the second and third are not really people related they are hallmark related okay so this is the second movie made by hallmark that i have seen it may there may be more where the male love interests leads little sister is named Ava. And I don't know why that really struck me as like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Like, like, of all the names, we gotta go with Ava again. Hmm. And like, it, for the exact same uh, person in the relationship. It wasn't even like, let's reuse the same name, but give it to a different type of character. Right. Because the other one is Love on the Sidelines, in case anybody cares. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that one. <laughs> it um, sounds like sports. Yeah. Um, also, 
I don't know. Maybe this is the circles I run in. I've never met anyone who's even considered becoming a landscape architect. Are they like a big thing? I mean, I, I assume they exist. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Well, the reason I ask is because this is the second time that's been a career path. <laughs> And that's factored into what the person can do as a job and, like... Because <laughs> that was the other one flip that romance? No. Okay. No, the she other... She was good at landscaping. She was, yes, yeah, she was just good, she, but she was not a landscape architect. The other one that I'm thinking of is Once Upon a Prince, where Megan Park is a landscape architect. Oh, my God. <laughs> who, like... At a castle? No, she's on like she's on an island that like wants to be Tybee Island but isn't. Um <laughs> you know, it wants to be like Georgia, South Carolina, a little yeah. island off the coast thing. Um and she uh is like working for her parents a florist shop or something. Um, but she has a landscape architecture degree and then she meets a prince and he's like come work at the gardens at my castle in my town country because we all know in these movies where they're fictional it's one and the same um and also i love you and let's get married i mean that's basically sounds legit yeah the Meghan markle story yeah with her degree in landscape (laughs) also um so lastly back to uh nick Bateman, um, this is, it just made me excited to see him because the first time I ever saw him, he was in a much sexier movie, oh. um, on passion flicks. <laughs> we need to do one of those. We should do that, one of that those. That goes against our brand. Cause yeah, it's cause like, anything is, uh, up for grabs. It's not porn, no but it's like, intended. um, but yes, he was in one of those. Um, so there was a little bit of my brain being like, but you sleep with everything. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh um, I, I had I had mental difficulties, but it's okay. So anyway, Katie, would you watch this movie? I Oh my god. I would. Like I would if it was on. I like I like him a lot. He's pretty. The story is meh. I don't care for her. No. I, I don't know why. I'm sure she's perfectly lovely, but I wouldn't watch a movie with Ariel Cabal. Yeah, like she she's she's she is not the draw for at all. How about you, Hannah? I think I'm feeling very similar to you, except I lean a little bit more on the like, mm. nah. Yeah. Like I, I like him. He's fun to watch. And my my note says, eh, probably not, even though I like him. <laughs> I feel like this is one that I would love to turn into a drinking game in that yeah. every time they talk about like the secret admirer letters and every t- <laughs> and every time they try to do a physical activity but oh stop God. to talk. Yeah, like they, the two of them cannot walk and talk. They do not have that disability at all. No. It's like, let's go for a run. And then they stop in the middle of running to talk. <laughs> like, well, they did that for the, the bike ride was even more like... Oh my god, you're on a, like a, a, I mean, it was like basically a like a... Petty pedal car. Yeah, it was weird. 
Um, but like it, it, it was the same as if they had taken a paddle boat out to the middle of the lake. And then she was like, oh, I need to leave now because we're, we've done, we finished our conversation and she swam back by herself. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the thing to watch. That's how 10 things I hate about you should have gone. (laughs) I think that on that note, on that note, this is, this this has been a time, a time. Yes. Uh, it's, it's later than we normally record in case you can't tell. Oh, a little loop. Um, Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Make sure to um, like us and follow us. We're One Kiss Means Forever, either with numerals or without, depending on the platform. Um, Twitter and Instagram are numbers. numbers. Facebook and Gmail are written out. Yes. Yes? Yes. I got that right? Okay, I think so. Um, we should put it, do an algorithm. Yeah. Like a little matrix. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, just look it up. You'll find it. <laughs> um, and if you want to get in touch, please do. We We'd love, love to hear from you. Also, thank you to Flint Pastures for our intro-outro music. Mm-hmm. You can find him on flintpastures.com or Spotify. And I Thanks think that's us for this time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.